and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO picks and watermarks. That's correct, we're talking about UFO picks and watermarks. But before I comment on that too much, we'll get right into the article. It's found on kxnet.com, and I also have a link at the website ufowarning.com. The article's uh, title is Mystery Objects Remain Unidentified. It says, new photographs obtained by Mystery Wire show different shaped objects. It goes on, it says, military and intelligence officials say they remain baffled by unusual, unidentified aircraft that have been encountered in recent years off both coasts of the United States. This article was posted April 6, 2021. It says it was updated April 7th. Now, some of you probably, I'm sure, are familiar, we've talked about it in the program, about a while back, that picture that was released of what appeared to be a cube. We kind of call it the cube UFO. And these pictures kind of go along with that. Uh, these pictures were not released at the time. Apparently, in order to get a hold of these pictures, you had to meet somebody in a parking lot and be handed them clandestinely. Uh, it says, many of the objects have been referred to as drones, but that is not what Pentagon investigators have been telling the chain of command behind the scenes. Now, I'll just comment on this. You know, I've said drones has become the new excuse for swamp gas. Anybody that has a half a brain working knows that drones can't do what these things are doing. Okay? They probably can't even do what the jetpack man in L.A. was supposed to be doing. But it's obviously a convenient excuse if you want to keep the truth from the public. It says, Naval Air Station Oceana is the center of air power on the east coast of the United States. It is a sprawling naval air station in Virginia, home to the best aviators in the world. Since at least 2014, F-18 pilots flying into the zone designated W-72 have reported encounters with a bizarre array of unknown, unidentified objects and aircraft positioned directly in their daily flight paths. Here we go again. We're talking about these UFOs that are just sitting there in the flight path. It's almost as if they're just saying, hey, we're here. What are you going to do about it? This is the same sort of disregard for public safety that we saw with the Jetpack Man sightings. Who in their right mind, even if they could, which doubtful they can, flies that Jetpack at, what, two, three, four, five thousand 5,000 feet in the, right in the flight path of oncoming traffic? And now... Who would be such an idiot to fly a drone right in the oncoming traffic of these military aircraft? It says, you can zoom in and out of the FAA VFR section of the chart below by holding in your control key while rolling mouse. Now listen, if you go to the website, ufowarning.com, you can link this article, and they do have a very cool, very detailed map displayed with the article, and you can check this out for yourself. It says, investigators with the Pentagon's UAP task force have requested that airmen try to document their encounters. On March 24, 2019, one of them did. An F-18 weapons system officer, WSO, seated <coughs> excuse me, behind the pilot, used his iPhone to capture images of three different objects he encountered in the same airspace. At 3.02 p.m., he photographed an odd-shaped object. Another photo, taken close to the same time, was first posted to Twitter on May 11, 2020, then again on social media six months later. I believe this is a cube-shaped UFO that we've talked about on the program. Why the other two weren't released at the same time, I have no idea. 
Other photos taken on the same day, March 4th, 2019, have never been made public until now. Now, this is what I have a problem with. Why weren't they made public? I mean, this thing was taken on his personal iPhone. I understand that, but it was taken from the backseat of an F-18. Why isn't there some kind of a clearinghouse they can send these pictures to, to where we can all enjoy them? Why do they have to be given, leaked, whatever, clandestinely to some third party? And now I'm looking at this picture, and I'm sorry, I mean, I appreciate the article written, but it has this hideous MW watermark across the front of it. I can barely see the picture. This is not the way to do disclosure, okay? This is not the way to do disclosure. And if people think that the deep state is going to give us disclosure, then they're just being stupid. I'm sorry. It says the object the Navy calls the sphere was photographed at 2.44 p.m. The second one to be photographed was dubbed the acorn. A similar but different photograph of the same object was published on December 2020. So here we go. This is the cube or acorn, I guess you want to call it, you want to call it, and this is the one published now, and then was one quite similar to it was published earlier. It says, then 12 minutes later, the WSO spotted a third object, described as the metallic blimp. It appears to have various appendages. It looks like I'm looking at it here, and um, it, it, I can make it out a little bit better with the smaller watermark maybe it looks like a, an LP tank with some wire stuck on the sides of it listen this thing's not iron this thing is not aerodynamic it's not a drone it almost looks like it's got a canopy on top where somebody could be sitting inside the thing I don't know it's weird it doesn't look like anything uh, made on this planet mystery wire first learned of the photos exactly two years during two years ago during a private briefing hosted by Robert Bigelow, and several others in Las Vegas on Saturday, April 6, 2019. Now, I've also posted a link there to an interview that George Knapp did with Robert Bigelow talking about their big get-up. And, you know, uh, Robert Bigelow is a big name in uh, space exploration. To my mind, probably in some ways bigger than Elon Musk. Uh, He's been at this for a long time. He's in his 70s now. But he uh, has developed, his company has developed this expandable uh, expandable rooms, I guess you would call it, that they could attach to the space station. And he's talking about making a space station a, a livable place, someplace where you would have uh, big screen TVs and, and, you know, just chill at home and, and places with lots of extra toilets. He's talking about making space livable. He really is an interesting guy. I think he got his start in the hotel business, but he's a self-made... Uh, I believe billionaire, and it's interesting that even though as he talked to Knapp about this whole uh, meeting they had, it's kind of a place where people were coming together, uh, looking at the different types of technology that was being used for the space station and uh, near Earth habitation of space. But it looks to me like it's just become a honeypot for people that have uh, cool things to uh, show each other about UFOs to also meet up. You know, it just shows you the value of the UFO information. These pictures are valuable. They didn't just they didn't just release them online and give it to the public. It's almost like these things were just traded. I just wonder I just wonder what's going on behind the scenes that we don't even know about. It's a speculation at the time was that the objects might be foreign spy drones, possibly Chinese, and we've learned the Navy wanted to snag one, meaning capture it for study. That never happened. You're going to have a hard time capturing something that can move at three or four or five thousand miles an hour.
you're going to have a hard time capturing something that can fade in and out of our dimension. And to think that the Chinese are capable of making something like this is pure stupidity, in my opinion. I, this, this notion that China or Russia is light years ahead of us. Get real. It makes no sense. You have an oppressive, oppressive gangster government like the Chinese Communist Party. If you think for one second that they had the capacity to just eliminate us with no repercussions and they didn't do it, I mean, I don't know what you're on, but you need to you need to start thinking a little bit more clearly. It says new photographs of Area 51. Okay, it goes on that. Critics tried to ex- <clears throat> critics tried to explain away the objects. You know, I I would just say here for the word critic, you could just substitute the phrase dumb people. Dumb people tried to explain away the objects. Dumb people tried to explain tried to explain away the objects. That's like uh, you're camping in bear country. And you hear a you hear a loud snorting sound and breaking tree branches. Dumb people, dumb people try to explain away the noises. Dumb people. People that are smart uh, want to get the heck out of there. Want to know what's going on. So dumb people try to explain away the objects. Several people online compared the acorn to a toy Batman balloon. Oh, absolutely, a toy Batman balloon. That's very plausible. Why, there's no reason why you couldn't release a toy Batman balloon and expect it to be stationary at 5, 10, 20,000 feet, right in the flat, flight path of oncoming F-18 Hornets. Sure, sure, some people, some people, several people, it says. Uh, okay, several dumb people, several dumb people online compared the acorn to a toy Batman balloon. But two years later, after careful study by the UAP task force, the objects remained unidentified. So two years later, the exports, the experts rather, have not been able to come up with a debunking explanation. That's awesome. The things are becoming so obvious that you can't trot out some old codger that the History Channel has paid ten or twenty thousand dollars to tell you how stupid you are because you believe in the possibility of UFOs. Okay. Those days are just about gone because the things are right here in your face. And it's to the point where only dumb people can't see it. It says, Although these three did not perform spectacular maneuvers like the famed Tic Tac or gimbal UFOs recorded elsewhere, they do not behave like any drones or balloons known to the U.S. military. Well, I'm sorry, but an item the size of a small LP gas tank, say the size of a car, shaped like a gas, shaped like a cylinder tank, with no wings and no visible form of locomotion, staying suspended in the air at ten or twenty thousand feet, that is remarkable to me. So yes, actually, they did perform spectacular maneuvers, keeping a non aerodynamic object suspended in mid-air, okay, stationary, with no, <coughs> with no visible, with no visible means of locomotion. That's spectacular, okay? Things don't just, things don't just sit around in mid-air, stationary, okay? These aren't weather balloons, kids. They aren't drones. It says, Mystery Wire has learned of sensitive briefings prepared by the UAP task force and delivered to multiple military and intelligence audiences. The task force reports noted that 
the objects were able to remain stationary in high winds with no movement beyond the capability of known balloons or drones. Wow. I wonder if anybody's told Marco Ruby about this. Earlier this week, Chief of Naval Operations Michael Gilday was questioned by reporters about naval encounters on the West Coast. Swarms of so-called drones buzzed Navy warships in 2019, a few months after the coast after the after the East Coast photographs were taken. The Admiral said information has been collected and analyzed, but the objects have defied explanation. In March, the former National Intelligence Director John Ratcliffe told Fox News that he was one of many top officials to be briefed on the mystery craft. We are talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery, Ratcliffe said. Movements that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for, are traveling at speeds that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. Does that sound like a balloon to you? Or a drone? Not sure of too many Batman balloons that could do that. Goes on, it says, the so-called drone swarms that buzzed Navy destroyers in 2019 have been further documented in articles by the Drive, which obtained ship's logs describing the weird incursions. These encounters appeared to the same in the same general area of the 2004 Tic Tac UFO, which was pursued by forming former Navy commander David Fravor. This is in the area, of course, off San Diego, I think south of there, where there have been many, many reports of the possible... Uh, underwater uh, UFOs, USOs, uh, who knows what's going on there, but why didn't they shoot these drones down? Maybe they called somebody on third shift and they said, don't bother us. Kind of like what happened with the Palo Verde drone swarm, I believe that was in 2020. Can we get some help here? We're being invaded by drones. Oh, that's just some kids messing around. Don't worry about that. Remember how the drone swarms over over uh, the high plains out in Colorado, Nebraska, on and on there, uh, last, I believe it was last summer. People complained, some of the local landowners threatened to shoot them down. The sheriff came out and said, don't you dare do that. Don't you dare take a shot at those drones. You could, you could go to federal federal prison for that. Not worried about the danger that these unknown objects are putting people in, but don't you dare try to defend yourself. We will lock you up. Go back to sleep, slave. It says, Fravor was reportedly, has reportedly been briefed Congress about his encounter, one of several briefings arranged by the UAP task force and even before it existed under that name. Unlike previous decades when the UFO topic was ignored or hushed up by the Pentagon, by Pentagon leaders in Congress, Faber thinks there are solid reasons for the Pentagon, Pentagon's now deadly interest. We haven't been attacked or anything like that, Faber said, but I look at it for two reasons. One, if there's a capability, we can't explain it. Number two, if you can if you can't explain it, then you literally change everything that we do. Mystery Wire has reached out to the Pentagon for comment on these images and will update this story as needed. There you go. Well, the saga continues. The only thing I can say, a well-written article, but I wish that Mystery Wire would let us know where they got the pictures from. That would be that would solve a big mystery for me. They're very interesting pictures that uh, have not been made available to the public, but they have been made available to Mystery Wire. 
And this is a this is a, something that we've seen happen before when it comes to a big news breaking about a UFO. So oftentimes, it's not done in a um, transparent, clear matter. I think there's just too much power and money involved when it comes to uh, the possession of this stuff. If, if that's the case, then you know, okay, if the guy wants to make money off the picture, then let him create a NFT token and sell it online for $100,000 or whatever. Uh, let him go on TMZ or the History Channel and talk about it, make a bunch of money. I really don't care. But if when they when these pictures are first leaked to a news publication or a UFO company or whatever, and it's done outside the normal chain of command, what happens is you, you really... Um, inject a lot of doubt, you inject a lot of skepticism into the veracity of these things. The best thing that could have happened is this: whoever this pilot was, or co-pilot, or backseat guy, whatever he is, if he could have just come back from the mission, released his pictures, got, I don't know, maybe he had to get clearance or not, but just take those pictures and post them online. Post them, my best bet, post them online to a public site, the way that NASA does their stuff. So that we can all have a look at it. What's the big secret? And if he was worried about getting clearance from the Navy or whoever, I'd be a lot more worried now that I'd release them to some private company, some private UFO investigating magazine, because they're going to find out who took them. I mean, this. I mean, they have to know. So that's that's the big drawback I see with this kind of stuff happening. Is we get this great photographic evidence right on the brink of when we're all pulling for disclosure, but instead of getting it in a way that, in a way that creates trust, in a way that uses transparency, in a way where we can all talk about this subject like adults, in a way that we're all allowed to look at the evidence and examine the evidence, instead of doing that, this stuff is traded at a trade show somewhere, at Bigelow's Ranch or wherever he has the, you know, the space convention at. And that just puts, as I said, that injects so much other stuff into the debate. Either way, the pictures are awesome. The article is pretty well decent, and I think it shows a very clear, a very clear pattern here of these things. A lot more is going on than we're being told. We're just now finding about finding out about the drone swarms that that you know basically. You couldn't say attacked, but basically just disregarded the airspace of the big carrier. We're being told that these things are right in the, uh, looks like they're right in the, in the flight path and the landing and takeoff zones of these military aircrafts that are showing no regard whatsoever for our military capability. It's just like the neighbor's dog coming in your yard doing his business. But the thing is, it's not happening once or twice a month, it's happening every day, and it's Possibly multiple dogs coming into your yard doing their business. And then when you step in the stuff, you're told that you're a conspiracy theorist if you complain about it. No, there's something going on here a lot bigger than what we're being led to believe. And I guess the good side of this story is the pictures are there. They do give us a little bit of the story of what's happening. They tell us this stuff is being documented by military personnel, just like Ratcliffe said. And it's almost to the point where maybe maybe the guys on the ground that are involved, or the guys in the air in this case, maybe they're doing it the way they think that they have to do it. But in my own opinion, it would be better if they would come out instantly and say, 
this is what I saw. And just put it out there and let the chips fall where they may. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.